0: You're connected to Business Rap, inspiring ideas that propel the business community forward. And now, our special edition of Crane's Detroit Business Detroit Rising, with senior reporter Chad Livingood. Welcome, everyone, back to Detroit Rising. I'm Chad Livingood, senior reporter at Crane's Detroit Business. This is a new weekly segment on Business Rap focused on business, entrepreneurship, commerce. In the intersection of public policy in Detroit, in this show, we're we're talking with leaders in business, government, nonprofits, and philanthropy who are growing businesses, investing in the city, and tackling some of Detroit's most deep-seated problems as the city experiences a nascent revitalization. We're recording this week from Great Lakes Coffee Company on Woodward Avenue in the heart of Midtown Detroit, which has experienced tremendous redevelopment and new investment in recent years. Our guests this week are Sue Mosey, the head of Midtown Detroit, uh, the economic uh, development agency for this bustling city area of the city. And we're also joined by Jason uh, Cadereux, uh who is the roast master here at Great Lakes Coffee Company. Uh, Jason and Sue, thank you for joining us today. Thanks.
1: Thank you.
0: So um, Midtown, uh, many, many longtime Detroiters sometimes n- don't know it as the Cass Corridor, um, has undergone some, some t- tremendous transformation in, in, in the last five years or more. Um, kind of give us a little overview, you've been, you've been involved for many years, and, and, and how did all this kind of come to, to, to be uh, what we're seeing right now?
2: Well, I mean, I think the neighborhood is benefiting certainly from some national trends uh, in the last five years or so. We've really seen a huge uptick in the amount of businesses that have opened here, um, both in Midtown, Techtown, and New Center. We represent all three districts. um, And Midtown, geographically, is much larger than the old corridor area. It includes all the neighborhoods east of Woodward, um, Medical Center, uh, Arts Center, Wayne State University District. um, So it's a much larger footprint. Um, And in every one of these districts, you've seen kind of different redevelopment dynamics. Some of them have really been influenced heavily by Wayne State investing in a uh, large amount of new dorm units um, by housing development over in the art center. Um, and in the corridor area, there's been just a whole lot more mixed-use development and a lot of new businesses that have started up here.
0: And Jason, uh, Great Lakes Coffee Company came here to this space in, in 2012, uh, which, you know, kind of early in some of the um, some of the you know, businesses moving into the neighborhood and such. Uh, tell us a little bit about what brought you here and w- what's kind of changed since
1: you've arrived well, I spent a lot of time at Wayne State University as a student uh, and had got to know Sue and was a fan of what she was doing development-wise. So when my partners sort of tasked me with finding a location to open a uh, coffee bar to sort of promote our roasting operation, uh, it seemed like uh, quite a good marriage. And so started talking with Sue, and uh, she was working on a project on this whole block uh, which we wanted to be a part of because of the diversity of businesses and the owners of the block and kind of what was going on in Midtown. So it made perfect sense to us at the time. And you're selling coffee by day
0: and wine and beer and spirits by night. How, how did that idea come to come to fruition?
1: Well, it depends because some of the DMC uh, docs come in for cocktails after shift, which could be as early Two. as 8 in the morning. Okay. So, <laughs> no, we just wanted to create a space that was uh, sort of open people could uh, feel comfortable doing whatever they want. So sometimes there's you know, alcohol in the mornings and coffee at night, sometimes it's coffee in the morning in a traditional sense, and sort of the day bar, night bar concept, but trying to be a little European-oriented, uh, but a comfortable place uh, for a city with a lot of long traditions. And,
0: and do you roast your, your beans here on site, or is that done elsewhere?
1: We roast our beans just up Woodward and Bloomfield Hills. Okay,
0: okay. And then you have a rest, you have a, a store up there as
1: well, or... or? We have a store at the Maple Theater in uh, right. Bloomfield Hills, and then we also have uh, an operation at Cobo, which is becoming quite busy uh, as there are more and more conferences coming into uh, conventions and conferences coming into the city, which has been... Uh, tremendous thing for us as well
0: so kind of as you guys are moving forward uh midtown is uh you know, got that um on one end uh, there's a lot of redevelopment up a new center uh, activity right now and then the, on the other end you have the new arena that is now fully open and and, and all kinds of de- uh, development out of the district detroit that, are, that is uh, uh, coming up out of that um what are some of the the next um the Big challenges or or, or in development along this corridor in this area of the city.
2: Well, we're focused. I mean, I think we've always believed that you have to focus in on sort of micro district areas within this very large footprint. Um, And that's why we're focused in um, in a big way on controlling some real estate and redeveloping real estate in three major areas. One is um, up in New Center. So we've purchased a huge amount of the property that's on Woodward, just south of the Boulevard. We've just completed two buildings. We've sold two and we're about to go under construction for the rest of the properties there. And we have them fully tenanted, um, which is a great thing. And will really start to change quickly uh, that couple of blocks. The platform also has a couple of buildings under construction. So we're working closely with them. And um, it'll create a whole new shopping district for that really important neighborhood. Um, and then in the middle, we're working on a bunch of buildings on Selden, um, where we're turning an old casket company and a welding shop and some really interesting new uses, including a new brewing school with Eastern Michigan. Um, we're doing a, um, a new restaurant with the uh, Northern Peak and Jolly Pumpkin folks. We're doing a, the original barcade out of Brooklyn. Um, so we have a whole bunch of new uses that we're doing there, along with a creative accelerator for small, smart startup creative companies. Um, so we're putting a lot of investment over there. And then the whole area in Charlotte and Peterborough, uh, we have sold a building to Jim Brady's. who will be doing a Jim Brady's Detroit. We're just wrapping up the Founders Brewing building that we own, and we're redeveloping for them. So we have definitely targeted smaller areas within the corridor to... Um, to purchase, to renovate, and then to lease to really good valued tenants.
0: Uh, you round off a lot of restaurants in, in that uh, in that order. All these different streets. Um, what is the uh, what's being done to try to bring uh, other businesses besides the hospitality uh, sector into this area? Yeah, so
2: we're really interested in more service businesses now. Um, we're really short on those. <coughs> and we recently just did a survey of all the residents in Midtown, Techtown, and News Center. Um, I think we got three or 400 responses back of what businesses do they want to see us bring into this area and what price points are they looking for. So um, easy. Movie theaters, um, more entertainment uses, um, salons. Um, they want um, a 24-hour diner that's great. You know, they want um, you know a lot of different service businesses that currently aren't here. Eyewear. I, I mean, there's many things. So we're actually using the results of that survey in an active recruitment uh, strategy that we're doing uh, now. Um, and then we also took a look at you know we've got wonderful new restaurants, award-winning restaurants, Selden and Chartreuse, and and more coming with She Wolf being announced. But you know, we wanted to make sure that we had good affordable options, so we worked with Daily Taco, we worked with the Royal with Cheese, we worked with, you know, Gus's Chicken. We sold them property to build that. So we're also trying to make sure that we have stuff that's pretty uh, affordable as that, well.
0: That runs the price points. Right. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. uh, Very important for a neighborhood like this.
0: Top to bottom. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, tell us a little bit of Jason about. Um, um, your employees getting getting people to work here uh, um is transportation an issue or or are are most of them living in the area or how Mm -hmm. how are you how are you doing as far as keeping
1: keeping your um your your staffing up i think uh transportation uh in the city of detroit is always an issue uh and will continue to be so and uh there's there's a lot of work that needs to be done uh, and some of it has started already. Obviously, we've been impacted by the rail line that's running right in front of us, from construction to finishing it, getting people back and forth. We do have quite a few of our employees who live nearby. Uh, there are, you know, every means from people that live across the street who walk, bicyclists, motorcyclists. Some people uh, do live in the suburbs that drive cars, but more and more people that are close by. And so, I think you know what Sue's done over the years, which is tremendous, is bringing both the retail aspect and the residential. Uh, kind of simultaneously, which is stitching together a fabric that makes this neighborhood, you know, outside of, I live in Southwest, uh, one of the most walkable for sure in the city.
0: Yeah, the the queue line, the the street rail that runs out in front of the building here. Um, it was imagined that it would you know connect downtown to New Center, and and provide a uh, seamless you know, transportation option for people to move around if they want to you know work in downtown, they want to get back to their apartment in Midtown, or or come have lunch in Midtown. Are you are you seeing that um, uh, sort of uh, walk or uh, that, that flow, that mobility uh, in your customers?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I was kind of like a tour guide in the beginning when the, there was the free sort of ridership, uh, pointing out, you know, friends' businesses and restaurants and uh, stadiums and bars and things going back and forth. But I think what it's also done, uh, not only moving people back and forth, but getting them to get off at certain places and actually walk. Because uh, biking is great, uh, but I think walking for retail is uh, the most promising thing. So we see many more people on the street walking than we did you know, just five years ago when we first opened, and I think that's a huge positive for the city.
0: Is that the same kind of sentiment you're hearing and seeing? Yeah, too? I mean,
2: I think there's clearly some folks that have experienced more... Um, Visitation and customer visitation. Um, I don't think any of us would be surprised to hear that HopCat has had a tremendous uptick um, since the rail, and there's a station right in front of HopCat. Um, but a lot of the smaller businesses, I think, are finally really seeing um, some benefit from um, increased customer traffic that is beginning to get comfortable and use the rail. Clearly, when there's events going on of any kind or even just weekends where a lot of people are coming down here they're parking everywhere up and down and they are exploring up and down so i think that is sort of bringing more of a sense of downtown and midtown together Mm -hmm. which was one of the goals certainly that the governor had when when the state got involved in this project but um i think as more and more of the housing and these big mixed-use projects come in which there's a ton coming in downtown there's a ton that are going under construction in midtown and many that will be announced soon you're going to start to see as that those physical connections are made people are going to walk more they're going to bike more and they're going to use the rail more so over time you know people have to be a little patient because this is like everything else in detroit like you start it and then it takes years to evolve to where it gets to a point where it all sort of makes sense.
0: Well, speaking of patience, uh, some people's patience gets uh, uh, um, pressed when, um, with parking, uh, when they're trying to find a parking space. Um, what is sort of uh, you know, being done or, or changing in the parking uh, scene down in Midtown right now?
2: Yeah, I mean, parking's a challenge on a couple of different levels. Um, and it's a complicated issue because as a planner working in Midtown, I want people to park in the streets. I want the streets parked up. It makes it more vibrant. It makes it safer. Um, and it's more efficient. Um, on the other hand, there's a reality to when you have large groups of people all coming to a location. We have Noel Night this weekend, which is usually the most challenging night of the world, of the whole week or year, really, for parking here. We can see where we still have to pay attention to parking. So, one of the things we're doing with the city is on Selden between. Um, uh, chaos all the way down to um, third, we're going to be doing angle parking on both sides. Uh, that'll add another 60 spaces there. So we're looking at every opportunity with the city to how do we make sure meters uh, go in where they need to get the, get the turnover that we need. Um, we're working with the city on a residential permit parking program for the residents in the neighborhood. We're working on this angle parking strategy. So everything we can do first without heavily investing in a bunch of infrastructure is the first line of defense about, creating more parking opportunities and then you know we'll clearly at some point be looking at you know what's the next level of maybe parking we need to we need to do here.
0: Jason uh, kind of going forward um, as your business is uh you know growing and expanding what's uh what's next for for Great Lakes Coffee Roasting Company?
1: Well I think we're always looking at uh development possibilities and uh you know the city of Detroit obviously is near and dear to our heart so we're constantly exploring things like that both in the city and in the suburbs um so we have a lot on, on the horizon, and uh, as Kobo continues to grow and this area continues to fill in, uh, we're really happy to be where we are.
0: And Sue, so, Mosey, kind of moving forward with Midtown, what's what's the next big thing in Midtown? Well, Want to break some news here? No. Nope. Okay.
2: But there are many things that will be broken between now and probably another three months from now. So, I mean, you know, continued... Continued um, mixed use, significant scale, and a lot of new missing pieces of the of the uh, commercial um, uh, uses. I think are the
0: services. Yeah, yeah,
2: services and more entertainment. Quite frankly, are we
0: going to see some more higher rise buildings along this? Uh, road? You know
2: what, Midtown is more of a mid rise kind of community, and we're really interested in in growing horizontally. Quite frankly, as long as we're getting a good you know four to six story buildings along Woodward. We really need to connect horizontally because that's what's going to create the street wall that's going to really bring a lot of good things to the neighborhood. And we have a lot of vacant land still here, so we certainly have a lot of uh, pieces that we need to fill in
0: kind of going all the way out to to 75 basically and Brewster and all, all those developments that are in the pipeline right, right now
2: there's a, there's a lot of units if you look at how many units collectively just in Midtown Tech town and new Centers, there's over 3,000 new units that are under construction or are financed so it's a lot of new units
0: and there's still a lot of vacant land on the on the periphery of, of Midtown I mean, all you have to do is go on Google Earth and look around and right and
2: that's why I'm really I like this um, this medium scale. Uh, horizontal model for Midtown because, mm-hmm. again, it, cre- it still feels like a neighborhood, which is important to people here. Yeah. Like, it is in downtown. Right. It's a neighborhood. So, you know, keeping a sense of neighborhood here where people have a scale that they're comfortable with and they feel good in, I think is a, an important role for this neighborhood.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining us here on Detroit Rising for this interview today. Um, uh, Sue Mosey from Midtown Detroit and Jason uh, K- Kaderiou uh, from uh, Great Lakes uh, Coffee Company. Um, I am Chad Livengood with Crane's Detroit Business. You've been listening to uh, Detroit Rising here on uh, Business Rep from our founder, Suzanne Heward.
2: That's a wrap.